0: Bust the, game, the Brown on the air. the Come on, everybody, the, the air. <laughs> Hello, kids, Hello, mother! Hello,
1: daddy! Hello, grandmother! Hello, granddaddy! And uncles and nieces and nephews and cousins and brothers and sisters and pets. Hey, Everybody, this is your old buddy fighting in Ed and all these big Buster Brown gang. Squeaky them out midnight, the cat, Grandy, the talking piano, and Froggy the Gremlin out here in Hollywood, all ready for another good old Saturday hoop 'em up. And now, since we haven't had a grandpa song for quite a while, let's start off with the one so many of my buddies have asked us to think. Grandpa can fix it, huh? <laughs> Fixing man for all our neighborhood. He fixes things so good, I bet you wish you could. No matter what the trouble he is, he knows just what to do. Now, here is mighty good advice for you. Now, if you have a thing around the house that's out of whack, just bring it to my grandpa, he can fix it. Now maybe there's a hole in your old vacuum cleaner's bag. Just bring it to my grandpa, he can fix it. When mother's vacuum cleaner wouldn't run or clean the thing, we pushed a little gadget and you should have heard it sing. Why the doggone thing ran backwards? Now there's dirt on everything. Bring it to my grandpa, he can fix it. Now he's I'd like to know why your piano's out of kin. Just bring it to my grandpa, he can fix it. And when he tears it all apart, you'll find out mighty soon. Just bring it to my grandpa, he can fix it. When our old church organ broke, he took along his song And fixed that good old organ up without a single flaw And then they sang a hymn and it played turkey in the straw Bring it to my grandpa, he can fix it And boy, oh boy, old Smiling Ed can fix it too Kids, kids I have a big surprise for you. Listen, we've got another swell, super special, spanking, brand new Buster Brown colored comic book already for you. Yes, sir, and what's more, it's free, kid. Free to every one of old Smiling Ed's buddies. Yes, sir, all my buddies like the first three comic books so much, the swell folks who make Buster Brown shoes want Smiling Ed's pals and sweethearts I have another one. And say, kids, just wait till you see it. All in color, jam-packed with exciting stories and the funny songs like the one I just sang. So scoot right on over to your friendly Buster Brown Shoe Man today, kids, and tell him, Mr. Shoe Man, I'm one of Smiling Head's buddies, and I'd like my free copy of Smiling Ed's own Buster Brown comic book. Oh, you betcha, kid, that's all you have to do. And say, buddy, you better hurry before all the comic books are gone. Because Old Smiling Ed wants every one of his buddies to get his copy. He betcha. And now I'll put on my roller skates and kick a tune on my bottles. I will, I will. Froggy, you know this isn't the time for you to kick a tune on your bottle. Why do you aggravate me like that? Because I'm a gremlin, I am, I am. Well, I guess that's the truth. You try to behave yourself, young man. First, I'm going to tell our big play-acting story. And then, listen, I have a big surprise for you. Yeah. What is it? Well, you just wait and you'll see. I'll bet it's that funny-looking little girl outside of as with us. Froggy! Now, you keep still. I want this to be a surprise. My I come in now? No, no, not now. Oh! Uh. <laughs> yeah. My goodness that little girl is going to ruin my surprise. I think I'll start our big story right away before she lets the cat out of the bag. Midnight. I wasn't talking about you. Everybody keep still now while I tell our story. Well, kids, I'm going to tell you another story of Pegasus, the great winged horse which belonged to Zeus, the great god of ancient Greece. One day, as Zeus sat in heavenly splendor high on Mount Olympus, he contemplated with satisfaction his people on the earth below. Oh, ho, 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 ho. see them now, will you? Scurrying about like the tiny ants at their feet,
2: hurrying to and fro, going about their little tasks which seemed so important to them. And yet I love them, my little people, for the world would be a dreary place without them. There now, there's a happy family, sure enough. Right in that little village on the seashore. See them working in their rose garden? Ah, well, I'd better get some work now. Let me see. What did I plan on doing this morning? Oh, yes, yes, of course. I was going to hurl some thunderbolts at the city on the other side of the mountain. Those people haven't been making their offerings to me lately. ha, 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 ha.
1: And so the jolly god, Zeus went about his work, and the happy family in the seashore village went about its gardening.
3: Mother, see this rose bush? Isn't it beautiful? Yes, around. But look, it must be pruned. The branches grow over long. Oh, yes, they are too long. Well, Father.
2: Uh, yes, around.
3: Will you show me how to trim the rose bushes?
2: Boy, of course I will, Around.
3: Oh, my husband and son. Great warriors, both of you. The people still speak of your deeds of valor, and here you stand trimming roses.
1: And so, as you see, everything was peaceful, and the family Zeus watched was none other than Cassara and Silence and their son, Aran, who once tamed and rode the great winged horse Pegasus. But Zeus was a rather careless god and he failed to look over the earth very carefully. He did not see the fleet of small skin-covered boats which landed far down the beach from the village, nor did he see the fur-clad men who climbed out of them, carrying bows and spears. Bola, all of the boats
2: are landed now? Yes, Gold, all of them. You're sure you counted them? I have counted them, and now
1: the men will carry them into the forest and hide them under the trees and bushes. Ah,
2: good. We may want them to return to our country if we do not capture the village.
1: But I think we'll be
2: successful. The men will fight like demons with you to lead them. Uh, we will capture the village without trouble, I am sure. Then, with the people who serve us as our slaves, we can live in ease and comfort here for a long time. This is a rich village. Come, prepare to march.
0: <laughs>
1: barbarian horde and landed on the beach just a few miles down from our village, and the peaceful inhabitants entirely unaware of it. Well, kids, the battle was short, and the Greeks were quickly captured. Many of the Greek warriors fled to the forest so that they could carry on the fight later. John Aran was one of these. Finally, many miles from his village, high on the slopes of Mount Olympus, he fell asleep under a great tree. And he didn't see three gray, gaunt shapes slinking toward him under the trees. Meanwhile, Zeus sent his thunderbolt against the people of that distant city.
2: Oh, ho, ho, ho. There, now, I think that'll punish these city people about enough. Perhaps now they'll make a few more offerings to me. Now, let me see, what did I do with that last thunderbolt? Hmm, what's this? Oh. What a fool I am. I've knocked the front pillars out of my own temple. <laughs> well, perhaps it. Oh, what's this in the forest of Mount Olympus? A lad sleeping, and wolves creep up on him. Why? It's the lad of the rose garden. Why, have... Oh, I'd better look at that village. By my beard, look at it, overrun with barbarians. And that lad in the forest, why? Why does he look so familiar? Of course. He's a boy who was crippled. The lad who turned into such a great little warrior when I loaned him Pegasus. Why then? That's the answer. Pegasus! Come, Pegasus, you go to aid a friend again. Hmm? Oh,
0: what the? Wolves! Wolves! And they're
3: closing in. I wish I had a bow and arrows. Ah, I found a stone. Now then, skulker, we'll see if I can hit that hard skull of yours. There. At least I've made you retreat. But how long can I keep this up? I cannot kill the wolves with stones. I can only drive them back. But soon they'll gather courage and attack me altogether. Then I'll be. What is that sound? It seems familiar to me. Why, it sounds like... No, no, it can't be. But it is, it is. Pegasus, my beautiful winged horse. He's come back to me. Pegasus, here I am. Oh, Pegasus, I'm glad to see you. What about your neck, a golden bow, and the golden arrow thunderbolt to Zeus? Well, we'll know where to use them. Up, Pegasus,
1: up! And so Pegasus, the beautiful winged horse, came again to young Aran. But back in the village, things were not going so well with the people. Aran's father, Silen, was one of the first prisoners to come to Greece. He was taken before Galt, the barbarian chieftain. Well...
2: And who are you? I am Silen, Greek warrior. Warrior, eh? It did you little good. It is hard to fight cowardly rats who enter a village suddenly without warning. Furthermore, we were outnumbered ten to one. But there are many of your fur-clad savages who will never fight again. Silence! Bola, why is this one brought before me? He's a troublemaker. He was
1: caught trying to get the prisoners to break their prison and fight again.
2: A rebel, eh? we'll we'll take him into the public square and shoot him with a hundred arrows. ...so that these Greeks shall know it is dangerous to cross Gulf of the Barbarians. All right. Tie him securely to the post. We will take no chance on his escaping. You want your eyes covered, Greek? Oh, I am not afraid to look at death. Have it your way. A hundred archers drawing their bows to shoot you is not a pleasant sight. A much more pleasant sight than your ugly face. Go away from me and let your archers shoot. Ah. Your insulting tongue will soon be still. Now then, silence! Archers, stand your places. Knock arrows. Aim carefully. I want him riddled like a porcupine. Draw your bows. No, but it's
0: just
3: more soldiers come that is father father it's you they were about to shoot
2: you run again you and the winged horse saved my life quickly boy untie me we must get away and plan the rescue of your mother and the freedom of the village
3: there you are free father hurry mount pegasus behind me he'll carry us
2: all right ready there i'm all right
3: father up pegasus
2: Now, my son, let us plan.
3: Good. I am anxious to free mother. Have they heard her father?
2: No. The women are doing the cooking and serving for the officers of the barbarian army. But as yet, no harm has come to them.
3: Well, I have my pegasus and a quiver of thunderbolts. What can I do first?
2: You can do much, my son. I have been thinking. In the forest, here are many Greek warriors. Now, I will round them up. Could you and pegasus fly into the village and toss a message to the prisoners oh with ease father what is the message here's my plan your thunderbolt can blast open the prison and the armory our warriors can arm
3: themselves and prepare to fight again oh they could easily father but well, there are many barbarians would the men get to the armory or would they all be shot before they could run to it
2: that is where my little chorus army will come in we must lure as many barbarians as possible out to fight oh
3: it is a good plan father
0: Pegasus
1: and I are ready. And so the little army was gathered. Aran, on Pegasus, tossed a note in the prisoners telling them of a plan. And the great cheer he heard as Pegasus flew away told him they would be ready. Gulf, the barbarian, did not know their plan, but their tactics made him wild. Confound them, Bola. More
2: dead soldiers in the street. And that's not a all... Arrows that come from nowhere, shot by no one. They skulk in the forest and come out at a time to shoot one arrow, kill one soldier, and then disappear. There's more than that, Island. Because... Already, fifty of my best soldiers are dead. We must stop it, Bola. You must find these forest fighters. But, goes, I've been trying to tell you. They want us to fight them. Here, a message was shot into the village on an arrow. A message? From the Greeks, What does it say? They challenge us to a battle. They say we're cowards and afraid to fight in the open. Cowards? By the gods of our forest, I'll show them. Uh, Does the message say when and where they will be? It does, Galt. They'll be inside of the village. The long plain that borders the forest of Olympus a mile from here. At sunrise tomorrow. All right. Call out the men. I will dispose of these fools myself. But you'll not take all the men? Most of them. I'll leave a guard. What can the prisoners in the village do? Nothing.
3: Look, brother, the barbarians come.
2: Yes, they come all right, but in far greater numbers than I thought. My little band will be hard put, but if we meet them and quickly retreat to the first line of trees in the forest, We may hold them off. i had better go to Pegasus and be off on my mission. There is not a moment to lose my son. And Durant, there can be few barbarians left in the village. Tell the men to clean them out quickly and hurry to help us. I will, Father. And
3: you can count on me for help, too. Now, Pegasus. steady. Here's the prison. I must strike the great front doors with a thunderbolt to blast them open. Yet, I must be careful not to bring down the building and kill all the prisoners. Steady. Steady. Go. Ah, they come. This way, men. On, to the armory. On, Pegasus. Uh, here is the building. Steady, Pegasus. Steady. Go. On, men. On and going to the battlefield. Pegasus and
0: I will take care of the guards.
3: Come uh, Here's some more guns. On, Pegasus. On.
1: And so brave young Iran freed the prisoners and sent them to join the battle. Suddenly, a soldier ran into the village crying for reinforcements. And Iran realized he and Pegasus were needed on the field of battle. And then he realized that his quiver of thunderbolts was empty. Quickly, he drove Pegasus to the ground. He snatched up a common arrow, remounted, and urged Pegasus toward the nearby battle.
3: On, Pegasus! On! Back to my white beauty! Oh, so I hope we are not too late and I hope my plan will work. Not a thunderbolt left. But perhaps with this arrow... Well, here Pegasus, down, down quickly. Stand me Pegasus, stand
0: oh, oh, stop your fighting. Barbarians, listen to me.
1: And as the great white horse flew swiftly down close to the ground, young Aran fitted his arrow to the golden bow and drew its house, pointed straight at the barbarian horse. The bearded fighters looked up in awe at the boy on the great flying horse, and the fighting stopped completely. When it was quiet again, Aran spoke of him.
3: You have all seen me before. You have seen the tremendous power of my terrible thunderbolt. Throw down your arms and surrender, or this thunderbolt will be loose among you to kill you all in one burst of flame. Throw down your arms.
1: And awed by the terrible thunderbolt and the great white horse, every barbarian quickly threw down his weapons. And in a short time they were captured. Then Aran and Talon hastened to the village to rescue Cassara and go to their home.
3: Oh, my brave son and husband, how happy I am at your victory. I have prayed to Zeus to be back with you soon.
2: It was all the doing of Aran, Kessara.
3: Oh, no, it wasn't, Mother. It was Father's plan
2: and his courage. Then let us share the honors, Aran. But tell me, why did you capture the barbarians? Why did you not simply loose your thunderbolt?
3: Oh, that was no thunderbolt, Father. It was only an arrow. My quiver was empty. I bless him.
2: Now, who is the courageous one?
3: Well, I'm glad the fighting is over. Perhaps now Pegasus and I can has that found?
2: Pegasus! Come, Pegasus. Come back to Mount Olympus. Pegasus!
3: Pegasus! Oh, there
2: he is, going higher and higher. He he leaves me again. Yes, Oran, he leaves you again. Come, Pegasus, back to your golden stall on Olympus, for no mortal can possess you. Come, Pegasus, to the halls of the gods. But you, little Oran, who knows? But that someday you will again ride the great winged horse to another adventure. Come, Pegasus.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. I knew you kids would like that story. And now let's. <laughs> let's guy come in now. No, oh, little girl, not now, not. Now. Oh, my goodness. That funny little girl is going to give everything away yet. I wanted her to be a surprise. Now I'll put on my roller skates and kick a tune on my bottles. I will, I will. Oh, Froggy, I'll let you kick a tune on your bottles in a few minutes. But first, I've got shoes. I've got shoes. Everybody's got to have shoes. But there's only one kind of shoes for
0: me. Ooh. Yes! There <laughs>
1: All my buddies can have those good old bust-up brown shoes, And my buddies are not going to forget to skedaddle right over to their friendly bottle. And now, Froggy, if you have your roller skates on, I guess we'll let you kick a tune on your bottles now. <laughs> Must I come in now? No, no, little girl. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. I guess that little girl is ruining my surprise. Whoever heard such silly giggling? I want to take a tune on my roller skates. I do, I do. Well, now, wait a minute. I guess you, you need to get mad about it. You might just as well go ahead then, Froggy. Now, set your little bottles out there on top of the piano. Uh, I see you have your little roller skates. Oh, they certainly look nice on your little bust of brown shoes. Oh, dear, I, I wish you kids could see this. Froggy the Gremlin is sitting a lot of little bottles in a circle out there on the piano. They have water in them and that's what makes the different tones on each bottle you know some of them have a lot of water in them and some have just a little uh, froggy are you ready I'm ready I am I am okay go ahead there yeah, that narrow that narrow oh my isn' that cute kid sir he skates around that circle of bottles. Look, when he kicks a bottle, when he skates it makes a tone. What if we can figure out what he's playing. <laughs> Listen, you get it, kid? He's playing Pop goes the weasel. I'm a good tune kicker, I am, I am. Now look out, Froggy. Don't try to get too fancy there. You flip and fall. I never fall, I don't know, you Look out, look out. Just kicking too fast, you see. Oh, my goodness, I knew you were going to fall. I'll be done Well, you shouldn't have been showing off that way. I'll I will, What are you going to do now, Froggy? Put on another bottle or two? I'll break them all. I will, I
4: will. quit that, Froggy. Quick, quick, quick. up those bottles. <laughs>
1: Well, what in the world will I do with that little old gremlin? The idea of him losing temper like that. Well, I'm glad he's gone. Now we can kind of settle down and be quiet for a while here. Must
4: I come in now?
1: No, no, little girl. Not
0: yet.
1: <laughs> 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 Land sakes, I guess I'd better bring our announcer on to tell us where to get Buster Brown's shoes and then let that funny little old girl come on in here before she breaks up our program. I'll bring our announcer on right now. Come on in, Mr. Announcer. Yes, Violent Ed, I'll tell your buddies how to find the store that sells Buster Brown shoes. How it's easy, kid. Here's all
0: you have
1: to... Yes, buddies. we've got to know right where to get Buster Brown shoes. And now let's... Must
4: I come in now? No, not
1: yet. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You can come in now, little girl.
4: Well, <laughs> make up your mind.
1: Oh, for goodness sake. Well, come over here, young lady. Uh, who are you anyhow? What's your name? My name is...
4: <laughs> Giggles.
1: You're Giggles? Well, why do they call you Giggles?
4: Because I... <laughs>
1: well, do you always have... Wait a minute, you got me doing that now. <laughs> Goodness. Well, aside from your giggling, uh, you seem to be a pretty smart little girl. Oh yes, I'm
4: awful smart in school.
1: Well, I'll see if you are. Let's try a That's little arithmetic here. <laughs> arithmetic sir. Yes. All right. Now let's see. How much is three and one? Giggle? Three
4: and
1: um, one. Yeah, three and one.
4: <laughs>
1: well, what is it? Three and
4: one are five. Oh, of course
1: not. Three and one are four. goodness sake! I think she's kind of screwy there. I, I don't think you know much about arithmetic giggles. But let's put it another way. Suppose you and I were out fishing now, and I caught three fish, and you caught one fish. How many fish would we have? You
0: caught
1: three fish.
4: That's right. I caught one
1: fish. That's right. How many fish would we have together?
4: We'd have six
1: fish. Oh! Giggles, giggles, giggled. You're wrong again.
4: Well, what kind of fish were we catching?
1: I don't know. Maybe we we're catching trout.
4: Oh, well. <laughs> no wonder. I was figuring on going.
1: Well, I can see very plainly you know nothing about arithmetic. <laughs>
4: yesterday in school I learned how to write, I guess.
1: You mean you learned how to write yesterday in school? <laughs> Oh, for goodness sake. Well, I'll tell you, Giggles. You go back to school and learn how to read. And when you do, I'll give you a brand new shiny nickel. I'd rather
4: have a dirty old dime. Oh, for goodness sake. Well, well, my
1: goodness.
0: That
1: is the funniest little girl that's ever been in here. I kind of hope she comes back again, don't you, kids? And now, you betcha, and now has everybody had fun around here today, huh? <laughs> oh, that's fine. Okay, buddy. But be sure to tell every kid you meet about our program next Saturday because we're going to have some big doings in here. Don't forget church and Sunday school tomorrow. And be listening next Saturday from this little tune from Hollywood. When you hear it, come running I have to get the bus from now the Buster Brown gang came to you from Hollywood. Stories and direction by Hobart Donovan. Ed McConnell's material is
3: written by himself. Included in the cast are June Foray, Joe Field, Ken Christie,
0: Wendell Mobile, and Tom Radvinian. This is Presby speaking. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.